Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 658 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part two of the Zohar, page 107a in English. This is actually a special section on tshuva that's returning to some earlier pages that were not translated earlier by Professor Matt. Um, And so uh, I'm just going to be doing them in English for the next day or two. And then I'll return to doing my Aramaic, my normal, regular Aramaic and English readings. So I'm just going to read these uh, today and read this uh, special section on tshuva, which is on 107a. Um, And uh, I'm just going to begin on page, what corresponds to page 121 of the Pritzker edition, Zohar, translated by Professor Daniel Matt, volume 5. And this is um, a little bit of yesterday's reading that I'm going to repeat. King David said, Against you alone have I sinned, and what is evil in your eyes I have done. Psalm 51, 6. Against you alone. Why alone? Well, because there are sins that a person commits against the Blessed Holy One and against people. And there are sins that one commits against people and not against the Blessed Holy One. And there are sins that one commits against the Blessed Holy One alone, and not against anyone else. King David sinned against the Blessed Holy One, and not against people. Now, uh, that's where I left off yesterday. I'm going to pick up there today. Now, you might say, but he committed that sin of Bathsheba. And we have learned, whoever copulates with a married woman renders her forbidden to her husband. So he sinned against his fellow and against the Blessed Holy One. Not so, for that was permitted. And David took what was his, and she had a document of divorce from her husband before he went to war. For it was a custom throughout Israel that everyone who went to war would give a contingent document of divorce to his wife, and Uriah did so with Bathsheba. After the time had passed when she was permitted to anyone, David married her. Everything that he did, he did with permission. Otherwise, it would have been forbidden. The Blessed Holy One would not have left her with him. This corresponds to what is written, David consoled Bathsheba his wife, 2 Samuel 12, 24, testimony that she is his wife and she was his wife, she is his wife and she was his wife, destined for him since the day that the world was created. Surely David did not commit a sin with Bathsheba, as we have said. What was the sin that he committed against the Blessed Holy One alone and not against another? That he killed Uriah by the sword of the Ammonites, 2 Samuel 12, 9, instead of killing him when he said to him, My master, Joab, 2 Samuel eleven eleven. since David was his master, as proven by Scripture. For it is written, These are the names of the warriors of David, 2 Samuel twenty three eight, and not for Joab. Yet he did not kill him at that time, but rather by the sword of the Ammonites. Scripture states that no fault was found in him except in the matter of Uriah the Hittite, 1 Kings 15.5. Except indicates exclusion in the matter of Uriah and not for Uriah. The Blessed Holy One said, Him you have killed by the sword of the Ammonites, 2 Samuel 12.9. And every sword of the Ammonites was engraved with an image, the image of a dragon, crooked, evil serpent, their idol. The Blessed Holy One said, You have empowered that abomination. For once the sword of the Ammonites prevailed against Uriah, how potently empowered was that crooked serpent, was the crooked serpent.
Now, if you say that Uriah was not virtuous, not so. Although it is written of him, Uriah the Hittite, this is simply because he dwelled there, just as is said, Jephthah the Gileadite, Judges 11.1, 1, called so after his place. Thus, in the matter of Uriah the Hittite, for the abomination of the Ammonites prevailed over the camp of God, which was the camp of David, the very image of above, and the moment a def- defect appeared in this camp, a defect appeared in another camp. Concerning this, David said, Against you alone have I sinned, Psalm 51, 6, alone, not against anyone else. This was the sin he committed against him, and this is the matter of Uriah, and this is by the sword of the Ammonites. It is written, The eyes of Yudhevave Meshotetot are ranging over the whole earth, 2 Chronicles 16.9, and it is written, The eyes of Yudhevave Meshotetim are ranging over the whole earth. Zechariah 4.10, these are male and those are female, and they are known. David said, what is evil in your eyes I have done. Psalm 51.6, in your eyes. In the verse, the verse should read before your eyes. Well, why in your eyes? David said, the place where I sinned was in your eyes, because I knew that your eyes were standing poised before me, yet I did, yet I did consider them. So... Where was the sin that I committed and perpetrated committed and perpetrated in your in your eyes? <clears throat> Footnote three fifty one in describing God's providential eyes, Chronicles employs the feminine verb Mishotatot arranging, while Zachari uses the masculine form Mishotatim arranging. Here the eyes are pictured as female and male divine forces. When King David acknowledged his sin, he said, In your eyes, because he realized that his failure stemmed from ignoring the divine eyes gazing upon him, thereby impairing their function. His sin lay precisely there. In this and the following passage, David's sin is acknowledged, not explained away. The Hebrew noun ayin, I, is always feminine in the Bible, except twice in Zechariah, this verse, and 3.9. Um, okay, that's that for that footnote. I'm going to go back to the text now. So that you will be justified when you speak, you will be blameless when you judge. Psalm 51.6 And I will have no pretext to speak in your presence. Come and see every artisan when he speaks, speaks by his craft. Little gem there. Every artisan, when he speaks, speaks by his craft. David was the king's jester, and even though he was distressed, since he found himself before the king, he reverted to his jesting in order to amuse the king. He said, Master of the universe, I said, Test me and try me, Psalm 26.2, and you said that I could not endure your test. Look, I have sinned, so that you will be justified when you speak, and your word will be true. For if I hadn't sinned, my word would be true, and your word in vain. Now that I have sinned in order for you, now that I have sinned in order for your word to be true, I have provided space for your word to be justified. That is why I acted so that you will be justified when you speak, you will be blameless when you judge. David reverted to his craft, and in his distress said words of jest to the king. That's it for today's reading. I will catch you all tomorrow with part two, page 107b. Take care.